everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims and you're listening to God, Sex and Love, the daily inspirational, excuse me, let me get it right, the daily dose of inspiration called the juice. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, it is a, uh, April the 11th. 2020, April the 11th, 2020, it is Easter Eve, y'all, Easter Eve, um, you know, of course, this week was Holy Week, uh, we went through the Bible plan called Why Easter, uh, tomorrow, you know, I plan to go ahead and just get on up and, uh, do a little, uh, Easter Sunday worship, uh, you know, I plan to just either go outside and do it, I know, you know, if the weather permits, because I hear it might be some rain or something like that, so we'll see, but, uh, you know, uh, if not, I can still just go live uh, and worship with you all, so feel free to let me know if you're interested in that on the Facebook page, God Sets and Love, there's an event page just for that, so you guys can leave some comments or whatever you guys want to do. worship tomorrow uh, and celebrate what Jesus did for us on the cross. Amen. (laughs) Anyway, friends, um, yeah, I guess today I just kind of wanted to, you know, it's not a, uh, again, we finished the uh, Bible plan yesterday. And so, um, you know, today what came to me to uh, discuss or just bring to our attention is, uh, I guess the topic is called, Just When You Think, Hope Is Gone. <laughs> I mean, I know in these trying times, we all may feel this way. I mean, I know even just last week, I was telling you guys about, you know, uh, my process of getting this going and basically where I was mentally and everything like that. And so, you know, as I was getting my notes together uh, to do this for you all, um, I was just reminded of myself. <laughs> but, you know, I, can't, I was doing it with the intention to, to kind of reflect on the disciples' perspective of this whole situation. Um, you know, to be walking with Christ that whole time and to have the information that they had However, you know, this today, all those years ago, most likely was like a devastating day for them, you know, uh, to see uh, Christ be put on the cross uh, the day before, and then, you know, he's officially dead uh, on today, for example, and so, you know, so I just kind of wanted to tap into that, let's get on into it, because, you know. Uh, yeah, just kind of wanted to reflect on, you know, how the disciples may have felt. Uh, so the interesting thing about it is that, you know, Jesus, he predicted his death several times in their presence. Uh, <laughs> at least three, uh, at least three times that um, I could account for. Um, you know, sometimes he was pretty vague about it. For example, in John 2... 18 through 19 it says the Jews then responded to him what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this and Jesus answered them destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days so you know 
that is an example but of course that's a very vague example um even just now with me reading it i'm like wow you know he referred to his body as a temple uh which kind of made me just think about just now like how they say that we are the church but hey that's a whole nother thing we ain't gotta get into that right now just saying maybe think a little deeper just by just reading that right there but um you know that was a more vague uh example of how he uh, revealed the ultimate plan to them but he even gave even more direct examples as well like in Matthew 16 21 says from that time on Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders Uh, my apologies let me just make sure yeah yeah okay uh of the elders the chief priests and the teachers of the law and that he must be killed on the third day (laughs) and on the third day be raised to life i mean that's literally (laughs) that's literally saying like okay so this is what's going to happen and uh x y and z and somehow that you know they were still surprised (laughs) um you know, at the end of the day, I guess they just, you know, didn't fully understand God's plan. And how many of us have been there? Like I told you all, I was just there last week. You know what I'm saying? Um, sitting there, like, really, I mean, I, I shared with you all last week about, you know, my situation with my business and everything like that. And, you know, um, how I just basically stepped out on faith and, you know, felt led to kind of purchase some things for my business. And then, lo and behold, Corona hit. <laughs> and now, not only can I not use the things that I purchased, but um, I was out of that those funds that it cost to get the stuff. And I'm sitting here like, Lord, should I have made that move? Like, how in the world am I going to pay these bills now? You know? And then, lo and behold, he just blessed like he do. And everything's good. But, you know, in that moment, it's like, oh, what are we doing here? Like, I could have sworn you wanted me to do this. <laughs> And so they probably in that same place, you know, um, I'm just thinking like some of their thoughts could have been, you know, like I said, very devastated. Just, you know, they have been waiting for this uh, savior for like, I mean, how many years? Like, you know, between the New Testament and, excuse me, the Old Testament and the New is like years like that. So they've been waiting for this Messiah for years and so like finally he's here uh or at that time they probably was like okay i believe this is who it is and then he he gets killed so it's like what (laughs) so they probably questioned everything you know um was he the real guy like was he what i was waiting for you know um and then you know they probably didn't even know what to do at all um And then even so, they even went as far as to, you know, prepare and bury the body uh, in the former way. Um, So that's what I'm saying. It's like, (laughs) did you realize the full extent of what the plan was? Because I I guess if it really, really registered to them that, oh, okay, that's what he was talking about, then, you know, maybe... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can't put myself fully in their shoes, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I just, I'm just kind of tapping into like what I could think they could probably been thinking at that time. But uh, I will say that somebody took Jesus' words pretty seriously 
at that time, you know, about being raised from the dead because we see that the spirit of the enemy was still trying to stop the move of God even after the death. Uh, if we take a look at Matthew 27, 62 through 63, it says the next day, the one after the preparation day, the chief priest and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sirs, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days, I will rise again. So somebody took him seriously. Uh, unfortunately, it was the enemy. <laughs> but still, you know, um, so I mean, that kind of, again, just kind of points to how how clear he was and direct about some of the uh, things he said. Um but anyway, I've been going on that for a little while, so let's just keep going. You guys can actually, you know, take the time to read through the entire um, verse. Uh, if you read from, I just gave you guys, let me see, that was again, it was Matthew uh, 27, 62 through 63. Um, you guys can read through 66 to kind of see what all they did and the moves they made to, you know, to make sure that they, you know, they don't try to, like, that the disciples don't try to deceive people, uh, which is the interesting thing, right? But anywho, but if we go ahead and move on on to uh, Matthew 28, uh, 1 through 4, now, you, again, you can read the full account for yourself. I'm just going to read uh, verse 4, but um, it's basically the account of when the women came to um, the um, tomb uh, and when the angel revealed itself and uh, the shaking and all that, you can read for that full account yourself. But I'm just going to read the four. So, um, again, one of the things that those Pharisees put in place was guards to guard the uh, the grave. Well, as you can see here, Matthew 28, uh, verse 4, it says here that the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. So, you know... Even whatever, <laughs> whatever the enemy tried to set in place and still get shook, y'all. <laughs> That's what I got from that. <laughs> um, I think it was very interesting to read the different perspectives and the different um, accounts of what happened um, throughout the entire, um, uh, you know, death, uh, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Um, as I was reading over it and everything like that, I kind of personally enjoyed Luke's account because um, I kind of liked the details that he shared in regards to like the conversation that Jesus had with the disciples after his resurrection. I thought it was very interesting to it just it just was like real normal. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm paraphrasing right now, so don't the same Bible just just me paraphrasing, but um, kind of along the lines of like. You know, this all had to happen. Like, why y'all feel like, <laughs> like, why are you feeling this way? I told you. <laughs> like, I mean, oh man, this all other thing, guys. I mean, I just really, really put myself, and maybe that's like the performer in me. I don't know, but I just kind of really read things and just kind of imagine them as they're being said, like in real life, and um, or at least the life that we're living right now. And it's just very interesting to kind of think of it from that perspective. But check it out for yourself. Check out Luke's account and those details of what all Jesus said to the disciples after he came back. But, um, 
you know, at the end of the day, uh, as we reflected on all week, there's the reasons, there's so many reasons why, you know, Christ went to the cross. But of course, the main reason was for uh, God to be reconciling with us, the world, to with humanity, reconciling himself with humanity. If you look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, it says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ not counting people's sins against them and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation so uh, again like one of the great commissions is for us to get out there and make disciples and like I said this is something I personally have struggled with because it's like I don't know do I need to go knock on doors like <laughs> I won't get into it but we, we all know who be knocking on doors and stuff <laughs> but again that's a whole other thing you guys are going to go forth and, and you know, with that message of reconciliation. Um, however, you know, if you guys want to take a deeper look at all of this, uh, I came across some blogs in my research that might help you all because I know there's a lot of debate right now about, you know, uh, was Christ even a Jesus? You know, was, was he a real person or was he a real historical figure or was it just, you know, something made up? Um, I know there's even doubts in regards to, you know, is Jesus the only way to God? I mean, clearly the Bible says so. Um, but, you know, there's this belief out there that there is several ways to God. But uh, I just say it like this. I, I just, you know, from what I'm understanding, they can't all be right. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. But if you guys want to check out those different blogs, um, for, for example, what the subject is today, the disciples didn't get it. There's a blog called "The Disciples Didn't Get It," and it's by Andy Rao. Uh, the last name is spelled R-A-U. Check that out. It's basically just kind of um, giving more details about what I just discussed about how they may have felt at that time. You know, why didn't they just understand after all the um, <laughs> different uh, reveals and things like that, or the inside information that they had? Um, there's another blog called what is the historical evidence that Jesus Christ lived and died and that's by Dr. Simon Gathercole it's spelled exactly how it sounds Gather and Cole I'm just together <laughs> you can check that out um, I came across that because I was looking for um, basically like historical evidence beyond the Bible because that you know it's so interesting now that you you all tell me how you feel about this. I think it's so interesting that, you know, when it comes to history, you know, we'll easily just, you know, we'll, we'll learn whatever's in history books, and that's great. You know, there's no debate, really. You know, there might be some debate here and there about some things, but for the most part, you know, when, when someone says this is our history book, or, this, you know, when you're learning things in school, or whatever the case is, you know, there's no questions, but then when we present the Bible as a historical book, oh, there's all these questions. So it's like, well, and then it's like, well, well what confirms it, you know, um, especially in those days, because it wasn't, I mean, at least now there's video and, you know, sound recordings and all this stuff. So I guess you can't debate that stuff. But um, 
but for the longest time, you know, documentation and, and things being written was was proof, and then now it's not. So, yeah, so if you want to check out that, that that's that blog right there. What is the historical evidence that Jesus Christ lived and died? Again, that's Dr. Simon Gathercole. And last but not least, is Jesus the only way to God? Uh, Josh McDowell Ministry. Check out those three blogs if you guys want to have a deeper um, look and understanding of all of this. And let's get into the Bible verse of the day. And that is Psalms 30 and 5. It says, For this, for his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And hey, what joy come on Easter, Easter morning, y'all. So uh, I hope that this encourages you today to understand that, you know, uh, the disciples are just like us. <laughs> you know, they had their concerns, doubts, uh, probably fears and everything else. Uh, and, th- and they had the inside scoop. They walked with Jesus and they still. <laughs> so we are not alone in that, friends. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Everyone is stuck at home, but life is still happening around us every day birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, and celebrations. Send your friends and family the gift of wine from the comforts of home. Wine shop at home with Miracle of Wine. Wine, gift baskets, wine accessories, and more at miracleofwine.com.